G'day, y'all. Welcome to our next bonus episode of Champagne Cinema, the show where we do what we do best, which is watch films, drink wine, and then whine about them. My name is Chris, and joining me today is C. Hi, everyone. So today for our bonus episode, we thought we would do the all-too-well 10-minute short film by Taylor Swift. (laughs) It was so millennial. (laughs) Since it was such a big thing last week, we thought it would be a good thing to touch on. And I just kind of have to say it also free Britney happened the same day, which is a big (laughs) deal. There was like a lot of things going on that day. I was like, I'm so emotional with all this like female power. (laughs) And Paris Hilton got married and Nicole Richie was there, which was even better. So yeah, a lot happened. Paris Hilton got married? Yes. I yes, missed, she had this okay, huge this. wedding. You need to go onto social media. There's a huge wedding. Nicole Richie was there. Kim Kardashian was there, of course, and people are super nostalgic. I am on social media. All I do is watch TikTok now because I'm obsessed with it. But like Paris hasn't made an appearance once. <laughs> She's on a lot of Instagram stuff, like gossip sites. Oh, I don't follow those. Yeah, but back to what we are here for. Yes, is All Too Well, which we both watched like as soon as it came out. Yes, I watched the premiere. Like I was on the countdown. It was like yeah. counting down and I was like, oh my God, please don't break. And it didn't break. At one part, I think it buffered a little bit because I'm guessing like millions upon millions yeah. of people were watching it from all over the world. But I was like, one of the first to see it. <laughs> I jumped on towards the end because I clicked on it and it went to the live version. I'm like, no, no, no. And so I like quickly like took uh. it back. <laughs> so I like jumped in towards the end of like the live part. But I want to call out just that first opening quote before we go into our categories. That was on my list too. I wrote it down. It's so good. (laughs) Love is so short. Forgetting is so long. Oh, that just like hit me. I was like, yes. So relevant and so real. I'm like, oh. I personally, I was like, I feel that. Like, I really feel that from like past relationships and stuff. And I'm like, yes, everyone must feel this. <laughs> yeah. I was like, when do you ever forget? Honestly, the love dies, but then you're going to always remember. And it might always just kind of be like, oh, that little jab or something. I mean, it'll get easier. It's like a, it's like a scar though. It's like, it's the wounds like heal, but you still always kind of left with a little piece of it. That's how I see it. But I loved that quote too. I wrote that down. Such a good quote. Yes. (laughs) We're going to go into our categories that we usually do for ratings and not really rate each one, but just kind of go on the topics of it. So the first one is script, which is really the song that she wrote. Yeah. I think this plays into the song developed and move along played in with that film but then that fight scene obviously yes. it was just like huge very art. huge and very real I was like I'm uncomfortable because I feel like a lot of people have probably experienced something like this in past relationships or current yes. relationships I don't know that's the part where I have the most notes <laughs> that fight scene <laughs> But one of like the first, I think, script parts was at the very beginning where she's like, are you for real? He's like, what do you mean? You're like, maybe I made you up. And that just showed to me that the relationship was too perfect because, you know, like, are you for real? Did I make you up? Like, that's just, that's not going to last very well. Like that, or at least that feeling won't last. I feel like you watch there with the script which is the song obviously it follows along a natural kind of 
relationship in a mm-hmm. way like it's all really really happy and you're watching it and like this looks magical and surreal and she's saying like did I make you up and, and just like this blissful presence where it's just the two of you and then when they're starting to get confronted with real life which is having dinner with his friends and things like it's when they come back to reality actually have to move as a couple forward in life or like they can't stay in their own little bubble, I guess. And that's where the cracks form, which I agree with in real life. Like you're in this make-believe land and then you actually, the real test is when you try to integrate and become part of each other's everyday life. And that's where I think everything went wrong. Yeah. And I think there's a level of just so high of like a amazingness that it just, for me, feels like it can fall really hard when you're so high up and then like any crack happens then it's like such a quick drop and can kind of just be explosive instead of, you know, when Mm -hmm. there's more of like a healthy happiness, then it's not so drastic. So I like, I really understood that. With the, with the script, I think there really wasn't much talking and it kind of plays into, I guess, like the cinematography that goes along with the song in a way. Like I just, I feel like even though there wasn't really a script, it just flowed along with the song, how they filmed it which I think plays together really nicely as well. And I'm just going to give props to like Taylor Swift directed this. Mm-hmm. Like what the hell? This girl just has so many secret talents. I'm like, Psh, how do I become your friend? <laughs> I saw that she did like a private viewing uh, last night with a bunch of fans and one of them like screamed Oscar. And she's like, oh, and I'm like, oh, maybe this will be a contender. Maybe she you win never like a know. short film award. Yeah. Maybe they have the short film yeah. sections of like awards. Maybe mm-hmm. it will be in there because it's very different. And I thought it was filmed beautifully. Like yeah. just the way things were. One of the parts that I was like, oh, oh, damn. Two, actually, two, two parts stood out to me. One is when they're like kissing at the start and it's like revolving around them and it just focuses on them. I'm like, oh, my gosh, that's beautiful. And then the fight scene. The fight scene was it didn't break shot or anything like that or it kind of like moved with them. And I'm like, Taylor, you're very good at this. Stop yeah. it. And there were the two that I was like, okay, this is beautiful. My note for the makeout scene was steamy. Go Tay. <laughs> But yeah, it's like that circling around and it's just like getting more and more intense. Yeah, that was really good. Yeah, I just think she did really well. And then it had the fall thing and it's like obviously up now I'm just like, should I just go to upstate New York? Because this looks beautiful and go sit in the cabin probably by myself. But like, oh, the romance behind it, you could just feel it. You can be like, this is what it was like for you in real life, Jakey. And then like, that's what she was going through. And I'm like, oh, this is, of course, you're in this beautiful setting. Of course, you're going to be like, I love him. And then he turns into a really shitty human. Yeah. But I think a huge part of the script, like you said, was the kitchen fight scene. And there were a lot of lines in that. I mean, first, the whole like dropping of the hand. Ooh, that was pretty dismissive. Didn't like it. But I just got a big sense that the script was very was showing a lot of gaslighting by him, mm-hmm. calling her ridiculous for being upset. I think what did he say? I think you're making yourself feel that way. Are you kidding? Are you kidding? Calling us selfish. Like he's like, you stop being so selfish. I'm like, uh. <laughs> and then he says, You're holding me hostage. Like, 
okay, this is like classic, just demeaning her feelings, which makes her act more crazy and react even more, which I will say, I don't think she communicated very well. I don't think it was very productive. And you could really see like their age difference in that sense, because she was just getting so mad, like you did, you dropped my hand. I'm like, that's not going to help your situation. That was the whole thing. She is younger. She's, I was looking at something and everyone's like, did he like groom her? I'm like, there has to be a certain element of grooming. There's a big age gap, um, which makes me more uncomfortable. But I did it like I wrote down gaslighting because that's all I could think. I mean, like, I yes. understand she, like you said, she's not expressing, she hasn't kind of learned or like yeah. as you get older, you start to learn how to express yourself a bit better and talk through things. And because it wasn't about the dropping of the hand, it was about the whole situation, but that's all she could really articulate. How it made her feel. Mm-hmm. And then he's just like, obviously being an ass and like saying it's no big deal, gaslighting her and stuff, mm-hmm. but not validating that this made her feel awful. But I'm like, Ugh. again, I feel like every girl has been in this situation. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. And then at the end, he all of a sudden like realizes or sees that she's upset and somehow changes his tune. And it does like the whole, like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, which that triggers me, which is just annoying. I hate I'm sorry, because if nothing's really changed, it's just a band-aid. And that's what it was. Like, they had this huge fight. Nothing got resolved. And he just is like, okay, no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And then they're like, again, just all lovey-dovey right after. And it's like, oh, no, this mm-hmm. is this is a recipe for disaster. You didn't figure out anything. It was not resolved. It was let's kiss her makeup and, like, forget about it. But that's just going to – this shit just keeps happening, obviously, because they break up and he's saying it's because she's too young. But as you can see in that conversation, she was a lot younger and probably just sick of this youngness, but like hasn't kind of helped this situation just by being an asshole. You just kind of want her to grow up and know how to have these very adult conversations when she's never had them before. She's never had a relationship like this before. She's already dated teenagers too. So it's like Mm -hmm. an unfair balance there. And I think the big line that everybody was like, oh, over it was in the actual song where it's like, I'll get older, but your lovers stay the same age. <laughs> I saw so many TikToks of people just being like, oh, and like completely just melting <laughs> with that line. Yeah, and the I liked the one where, and I don't, I don't think it's in the original song. I liked the one where her, she's like, oh, my dad said it should be fun turning 21. And I'm like, it should be like, it, well, that was heartbreaking. But then she on the same album has her song called 22, which I think is like her comeback song after this. Yeah. Like she had a really bad sense. 21st birthday and then she like had her 22nd and she's like, this is a totally new me. And I really like that that kind of played into it, but. I thought that was really sad because, yeah, you're 21. You should be not staring out the door waiting for him. Like he, I feel like he definitely broke her. Like when you, that it's getting filmed and it, it's like the second half when she's like in bed. I think she's saying in the lyrics it's like she's paralyzed. And I'm like, oh, yeah. we've all been there where we just feel paralyzed by something that seems so ridiculous but you don't know how to get out of it. And she's rolling in bed and then she finally forces herself to get up and do something. But mm-hmm. But also that part where she's like, call me up again just to break me like a promise. Like, oh, and that's him just still wanting to get some of it, but not all of it. And that's mm-hmm. heartbreaking too. Like, leave her alone. Leave her alone. You destroyed her for a couple of months there. Yeah. I don't even know how long it was. I just feel, I'm just like, she's obviously still bitter. <laughs> I heard. So apparently she was only in a relationship 
for three months with him. And there were somebody was saying, like, this is a lot for just a three month relationship. But then there's apparently a theory that she lost her virginity to him. And that explains the yes. level of heartbreak. And I was like, her scarf. okay, now I get it. Oh, they think it's like red? Yeah, the scarf <laughs> is like a metaphor for it. Yeah. I was, again, I, I go on TikTok. I obviously <laughs> been going deep. But like she's like, I left my scarf at your sister's house. And like Maggie Gyllenhaal is like on an interview being like, oh, I've never found her scarf. And everyone's like, it's her virginity, you idiot. Yeah, on Andy Cohen's show. <laughs> I remember her. Remember that happening because yeah. like, I watched that show. And she was like, what is this? People keep asking me about a scarf. And she's like, I don't know, maybe. <laughs> oh, and so he always kept it. So you don't think it was ever yes, a scarf? because he's kept it and tucked it away. There's like a thing that it's – maybe there was a scarf, but he, A, it's I both. definitely think he took her virginity because in the in the movie there's the scene of the boy and the girl, whatever their names are, Dylan and Sadie, like they're in bed yeah. naked. Like you know yeah. they've slept together. And I think that's really important because I think, again, she's kind of like saying this is what happened. I think it was really romantic and really intense and she was just so absorbed. But I do think – that he took her virginity yes. because this would be such a big deal, especially at that age. Like she thought it was more yeah. than because it's like, oh, I've lost my virginity to you. And then it's like a completely different thing. And he's like, well, he's like 30. So it's like, this is old news. I've had sex with tons of people, but this was her first one. Of course, she's going to be so emotionally connected mm-hmm. to that part because he's taken something of hers that shouldn't yeah. be like you know it's her, hers to give I guess oh, yeah. that's good well I think this leads good into characters which is our new category and we've already been dabbling a bit Sadie Sink oh, oh my goodness she is gorge <laughs> oh my god I love her yeah I think she was fantastic I'm I've been a big fan of Dylan O'Brien since the Teen Wolf days I think he has grown up really really well and also gorge but she really I think she was a star of this one. Mm-hmm. Just like her raw emotion that she was feeling throughout it. I'm like, are you okay? Have you gone through something? Oh, sure. I also loved how they made her so natural. She wasn't glammed up. She was quite like got her wavy hair, wasn't really wearing makeup and stuff. But I just think her character was blossomed um, through the whole thing. And I love that Taylor's like at the end of mm-hmm. it as well, just like as she grew mm-hmm. up into her. Yeah, Sadie stole the show. Dylan O'Brien was great. I think he played Jake Gyllenhaal like to a T. I think he's like, I know I have to be an asshole in this, so I'm going to be one. He like dressed like him. Even when he was on the phone, kind of like obviously on the phone to someone acting like an asshole, I'm like, you could just see him yelling at his like yelling at like his like PR publicist. I'm sure she got yelled at yesterday, but like you could just see him being like this arrogant asshole in a way that kind of came across a little bit. And then obviously when he was gaslighting her, I'm just like great acting, but like you're making me not like you very much. But there was a term I've heard recently and made me think of this a lot. And I feel like I've definitely experienced this is that love bombing. Have you heard about this? Yes. I also know someone that used to do that. So it's like giving so much like attention and love and all this to where like your dopamine, if that's the right word, I think it is, and endorphins are just like so high and you're like pretty much like an addiction. No, I've never been through this. I don't know how it feels, (laughs) but it's like that addiction. And then (laughs) they, it's kind of like a manipulation and then they kind of take it away and you're like, oh my God, what do I do? And then they bring it back. And so there was a lot of that. Like he was just so lovey and so romantic. And then he would get his temper or he'd 
dismiss her and she would just be like reeling and not know what to do. Oh, that was one of the chapters. Reeling. Oh, so good. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't even mean to say that word. (laughs) But I definitely thought of like toxic love bombing character there. And she's just a young girl that just trying to figure out and loves him and or think she loves him. Honestly, like, did she really love him? I don't know. The best way you can at 21. The line where she's like, you kept me like a secret and I kept you like an oath. I'm like, oh. (laughs) (laughs) The whole thing was heartbreaking, utterly heartbreaking. And I'm just like, imagine, like, you can feel yourself in it. And I think that's it. Like, I don't know if guys would be able to feel this as well as us. but. We girls, feel more. I'm like every girl I think could relate to Sadie. We like we felt it, and we're just like we've all been there in one way or another. And I'm like, mm, this is brutal, but it, like it breaks my yeah. heart. And I'm friggin' married, <laughs> so it's like shit. <laughs> Bring out my 20 year old emotions right now. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot. The characters are they were great. They played them great. You're not supposed to love Jake's character, and of course you're supposed to love Taylor. But it was so good. Great acting. So then the next would be plot. I think we, I feel like we've kind of like gone into yeah. some of these, but I'll say the plot was absolutely heartbreaking. I think, again, we know what the song was. We knew what the three minute version was. And then I listened to the 10 minute version yesterday that I was waiting for this film. Like, I know what's going to mm-hmm. happen, <laughs> but I just think the whole thing was heartbreaking, but in a, in a way that you can't take your eyes away from it. Yeah. And then just like the end where she, takes it you know puts it all out there like inspiration for the book which apparently you can buy i wonder if it's like a journal or something like you can't actually have words in it because it's like a big book you know she ends with just putting it all out in this book and then he's in the window watching her <laughs> it's just so like classic ending yeah. that actor's name because they swapped out dylan o'brien's character for someone called like jake lyon and i'm like you had to use someone called Jake. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Jake. <laughs> Come on. Subtle, but like, like not. Part of me feels sorry for Jake, but then part of me's like, whatever. I mean, this is Taylor. I just wonder what he's go- doing I mean, right he's now. He's in my top five. Jake's in my top five, and I feel like I'm about to boot Ooh. him out. I've been I've been looking for someone to replace James, like subbing James Marsden. So I think ugh, it's really hard. Jake's been there for a really long time. I think you talk time. a lot more about James Marsden than Jake Gyllenhaal. Should I go into my text like I did that one time and search how many times you've sexted me though? <laughs> Which is a lot. No, because it's it was very creepy how much I texted you these male actors' names that are in my top five. <laughs> Not healthy. But yeah, it was just a classic... 21 year old love story like i feel like so many people if not everybody can relate to this can they make it a full-length movie i think it just needs to be a i think she's movie. gonna do this could with be. a lot of other songs now like you know these big songs as they come out I f- maybe not a lot but i feel like she's gonna do it again like this is like a start of something i think if she has if she has the material i think she said like this was originally a 10 minute yeah. song when she like brain dumped it. And I was like, I wonder how many songs she's written like a 10 minute song with like just so much emotion and heart into it. I don't know if there's going to be as that many as like this one, but I think if there are other ones, but she's also like a mastermind. Like she's like the, like ruling the top 30 songs on Spotify. I think Bruno Mars is the other song <laughs> in there. And I'm just like, and the 10 minute one is the number one song. So like, 
people wanted this. I don't know. She just has a she has a lot of. It power. doesn't feel <laughs> long when you're listening to it. You think like a ten minute and be like, oh my gosh, but it feels like a four minute song when you're listening to it. It just goes so well, and you're just in it the whole time. So the next one would be entertainment factor. It held me. I've watched it three times now. I'll watch it again. Yeah. Why not? Oh, so Dylan O'Brien's so hot. So yeah. <laughs> but like, it's just, I think there's just so many things you can pick up every time. Just like the little small things that like you just dive into that. You go down the rabbit hole a little bit more every time with Taylor. <laughs> we'll be getting TikToks for months and months of all the different Easter eggs that people have found. Oh, 100%. I'm okay about that. Oh, and I was seeing, they're thinking that there's a lot of Easter eggs that 1989 is going to be her next one. Well, that's her next album, isn't it? Like, isn't she doing them in all? I mean, I, maybe not because they keep making it such a big deal. Like, oh my gosh, this means 1989's next. So, whatever. I'll take it with a grain of salt. Well, the thing is with Red, very controversial. She didn't win a Grammy for it. And so she's just like, all right, let's do go. Oh, do you think she can? Yeah, I guess she again. can. She can. She can. It's a whole new album that's released this year. It's a, She can get a Grammy for that. And she's released a lot this year, so she's going to just win everything <laughs> with every album. She's released, like, five albums in two years. Yeah. Right? Like, you know, she's re-recording. Good on her for that. But, like, five albums? Everyone's like, you've been busy over COVID. I'm like, mm-hmm. wish I could accomplish that much. I wish I could just <laughs> sing and write like that. It's amazing. <laughs> wish I could get out of bed in the morning. But... <laughs> Um, I wish I could just not feel tired all the time. That'd be great. (laughs) (laughs) So then our next is, would we recommend? I think that's a clear yes. Yes. (laughs) Yes. I even was like, Nick, I'm like talking to him about it. I'm like, he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm like, just watch the damn thing. Like, it's fine. But I don't think he will. But for our road trip tomorrow... Guys, we're going on a 13-hour road trip. He said that we can listen to the album one time the full way through, and I'm like, you're going to regret that. Did you tell him how many songs are on it? Does he know yes. anything? I was like, there's- oh, he does. Okay. He- so he knows there's 30 songs on it. He knows one of the songs is 10 minutes. He's also like going to make me listen to the damn cricket back in Australia. So I'm like, okay, oh. I'm I'm taking my listen to cricket. Like- oh. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to put my headphones in and probably listen to Taylor for the <laughs> third time. But I do have a question. Okay. It's a big question. Okay. Does this video, does this song, does this movie trigger you for any past relationship? I think I said yes with the gaslighting and the love bombing. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, I'd say so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and also, I don't remember my 21st birthday. I cannot remember for the life of me what I did. And I think it was because it was not a fun experience or anything that I think I blocked it out because of the relationship I was in. So when that happened, I was like, I felt that. And I think that's a lot of like why I don't like my birthday (laughs) is I've had some (laughs) shitty experiences that have been super disappointed on my birthday. So I put it at such a low bar. So I really felt that one too. Because for the life of me, I cannot remember what I did. No idea, which is weird. My 21st birthday, I was single and I had a fireman stripper, so I had a great time. (laughs) Well, I'll just steal your birthday as pretend it was mine because I don't know what I did. I'm just like, oh, my 21st was brilliant. Um, But again, I was single. But this actually, I think I'm triggered by, this is going to make me sound like a hoe, but don't care. 
like multiple different relationships for different things. Like I remember dating a guy who was a bit older when I was like 19 or 20. And he told me that I was a bit too young, but then his next girlfriend was younger than me. <laughs> oh my gosh. And I was like, Mm, these are all like obviously very long time ago because I'm now 33 but I was like okay triggered by that because that has definitely happened to me like the same thing and then also the kind of you're a secret for a little bit and when you try and integrate it doesn't quite quite work Mm -hmm. that's definitely happened to me again I was like 18 or so I think around that age and then I was also overall triggered by the whole the whole beautiful start of the relationship and you love them so much and all this kind of stuff and then the cracks start to show and then you realize they're actually quite horrible people mm-hmm. and they're lying to you and tricking you and all that kind of stuff. And then you, I know what it's like to be like in the bed over like a guy and you're just like, I don't want to be here. So I feel like there's three different relationships that reminds me of this in different ways. And I'm like, Oh, it's interesting. I don't have the older <laughs> man thing, but I do have the like secret thing and definitely like the intense feeling of it being so good and then you just get sucked into that feeling then it becomes kind of just toxic and gaslighting but you just you keep holding on to that first feeling and you can't Mm -hmm. let that go because you just see so much potential there and then with that scenario I didn't get just like dropped like she did it was like okay I have to peel myself away from this but it was like mm. a long process, but I definitely understand that. And then the whole, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, that really always triggered. I'm like, don't ever freaking say you're sorry to me. <laughs> it means nothing. It means nothing. Like you could say it once, but no. then if you don't do anything about it and then you're saying sorry, it's just like your quick fix. It's your band-aid. It's your lazy way of just getting past it. And then you can love bomb me and then you do it again. So, I mean, that was annoying for sure to me. I feel like also when I know I've mentioned it before, but it really gets me the line about being paralyzed and then you're seeing her in bed and just like kind of just sitting there, just like, you know, that she's better than this, but she doesn't know how to get herself out of it. Yeah. I was like, oh, I feel like so many girls, maybe guys, hopefully guys can feel this too. <laughs> but I, I feel like they've just been some. there. Some that actually have emotion and hearts, but yeah, the paralyzing thing, I was like, oh, we've, I feel like we've all kind of been there. Even if it's just like, if you're someone really cool and you can get over it in a day, or if you're people that get paralyzed for months, I was one of those people too. It's just like, I was like, I feel that I know what it's like to be there. And like, I just love that she's kind of brought the female community together a little bit. The ones that most of us have gone through heartbreak, we can all relate to this song or like the film at one point we're like, oh. Oh, I I feel that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It was really good. But yeah, definitely, I feel like it brought so many women just together and they don't even realize it. We're all just feeling it at the same time. If it's current or if it's like nostalgia, whatever, Mm -hmm. we've all kind of gone through it. And I feel like it really unifies us being like, oh, and this is why I feel kind of bad for Jake Gyllenhaal because females are coming for him. Especially because it was so long ago and like it's all just Mm -hmm. coming back and even like more intense. (laughs) Apparently, if you go to his Instagram. Oh, he's turned off his comments. Did he? (laughs) And so did his girlfriend. His 25-year-old girlfriend turned off her comments too. I'm like, I feel bad for her because I'm like, girl. I don't blame them, though. (laughs) Oh, they got into hiding. (laughs) (laughs) I do want to know who the actress is that says it's going to be okay. Everyone's like, it's Jennifer Aniston. And I'm like, I kind of can see her saying that to her or like Reese Witherspoon, like someone that's like, you're going to be all right. 
I wish we could know. Maybe there's like a hint in that scene that we don't realize. But I, I did want to know that too. And then for this one, we don't have a wine vibe because we just we didn't drink wine for that 10 minute version. But we did notice that they had a great wine vibe. They had some good like <laughs> red wines in there with those cool like flat glasses. So I'm going to say for them, wine vibe was good. Oh, have a glass of wine and drink it. Like really, really embrace the feelings. We definitely should have looking back. I mean, I did go out to dinner later <laughs> and had wine <laughs> and then spoke about Taylor Swift to Nick. And he was like, I'm, I'm done here. Then I'm like, but Britney's free. <laughs> he's, he's like, what's happened? <laughs> so, so much. <laughs> girl power so much female power coming out of you i need to like i need to go back to the gulf and hang out with dudes for like another day <laughs> he's like why did i invite you to join me on this <laughs> don't know why i did well go taylor she did it again super proud of her and let's see what happens next right yeah i'm i hope she just releases a film or a yeah. book everyone thinks she's releasing a book Ooh, it's gonna be a good book I hope it's a tell-all. <laughs> I mean, she kind of does tell-alls, but she just makes people figure it out. I am going to say one thing that is missing from this song and from the movie is how they met. I still want to know how they met. How did they got introduced to each other? Because he was, again, 10 years older than her. That's missing. I want to know. I don't know if we'll ever know, but I want to know how they met. I think it would be at some sort of party or something. Yeah, some celebrity shindig. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And they saw each other across the room, their eyes locked. Well, this is a long, this, this is a long bonus episode. I was like, it's going to be like 10, 15 minutes. And here we are just doing a full length episode about Taylor Swift's 10 minute film. <laughs> Priorities. <laughs> just shows how good she is. Well, on that note then, thank you all for joining us for this bonus episode of All Too Well, the 10 minute short film. Leave us a review and comment on any movies you want us to watch and whine about. Don't forget to subscribe and find us on TikTok at Champagne Cinema, linked in the description. Cheers. Cheers.